This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Inca Booch. Inca Booch is a new kind of kombucha combining all the probiotic benefits of other kombuchas with the antioxidant benefits of purple corn infused tea. Purple corn has some of the highest levels of antioxidants in the plant kingdom and combined with tea to make kombucha makes for a powerhouse of nutrition. Visit Incabooch.com today to check out their great selection and their drinks really are fantastic. So on the Joe Rogan Experience Review today is uh, reviewing podcast 1220 with Joey Diaz. Uh, it was the Christmas Eve uh, podcast um that they did, and I thought that that was just such a cool idea that Joey would want to meet up with Rogan and do a podcast the day before Christmas. They're obviously super close friends, and they get so busy that, you know, they don't get to see each other that much. So Joey, being one of the funniest motherfuckers on the planet, I was really pumped for this. So, uh, yeah, without further ado, let's get to the podcast. So Joey, as always, gets into kind of gangster-related conversations. If you know uh, Joey Diaz at all from Rogan Podcast, which I'm sure you do, you know that he jumps there. He has some of the wildest stories any person that I've ever heard talk can have, and they're incredible. They're almost so incredible, they're somewhat hard to believe, but uh, Joe Rogan uh, says time and time again that they are 100 percent legit they are real stories and uh oftentimes these things can be confirmed like uh back in the day i guess joey diaz used to call up friends while telling these stories and say hey did this happen uh just because they're just so incredible uh he gets into kind of like uh uh new york life back in the day and what it was like to um you know to deal with like the union the builders all those things like the the kind of gangster side of New York and talking about how Trump a lot of times makes his money. So, you know, from what Joey was saying, it's a lot of undercutting. You know, you'll get a bid and then you sell that bid and uh, you'll take a million or so off the top of a $5 million bid. So it's just a lot of gangster stuff. that go a ton of politics. They're like building a skyscraper or, or like putting even a parking lot together. A lot of bribes being taken and um and then joe was talking it's an interesting kind of career the construction one because you know mostly it's done by men strong men i mean you look at guys working on building sites obviously they're lifting things up and moving stuff around uh, but there's other manual labor jobs that require you know heavy things to be moved but it just primarily with construction and construction projects they're just big dudes that are like putting these things together and building. Joe Rogan talked a little bit about how he grew up. I guess his uh, stepfather was an architect and uh, he'd often work on these sorts of sites during the summer. So he got to know them uh, pretty well. 
and um, uh, yeah, he has some interesting stories. He says that that oftentimes he would see guys drinking on the job, alcoholics, people walking around the building site pretty drunk. That I, you know, this is back in the day, so he must have been talking like in the eighties, early eighties. Let's hope that's not happening today. Otherwise, these things are going to be falling apart for sure. One really interesting part to their podcast is they start talking about like the strength of new fighters and how, you know, in MMA and fighting across the board, uh, things have changed so much over the last 20 years. But also that uh, fighters are just so much more massive in a lot of ways. And we're not talking like the roided days of like pride, but but just generally, you know, um, especially you see that with the Cuban fighters. And, uh, of course, Joey is uh, going to favor them, you know, being a Cuban himself. But, I mean, some of the Cuban wrestlers are just super athletes. They're so massive. They work so hard. And the, and the way that they do wrestling out in Cuba, if you've heard Rogan's podcast before, is just, uh, uh, it's intense. You know, they have, like, this hierarchy structure. And, you know, the top athletes get the top, the best food and the best help and nutrition. And, and the ones underneath don't get that. And they got to fight for position it's similar to how actually the sumos do it in japan uh there's a really interesting documentary on sumos that uh you should check out just because it's fascinating to see how they work but you know the guys that are the best get all the best food and the best rooms and the up-and-comers just all share this you know all these massive guys in a tiny room and they get worse food and i don't know it's just like interesting the way it's kind of all set up um, then, you know, uh, Joe obviously was talking about the, the length of time that fighters have, and they don't have that much time. You know, uh, he was saying that it's somewhere around, the limitation is somewhere around nine years. It makes sense, right? I mean, fighters, they don't last that long. I mean, how can they? Some of them, I mean, you know, it, look at, look at Chuck Liddell and Tito Ortiz. Like, they were massive for their time but i mean how long were they really actively crushing and fighting for um i think like late 90s to like uh was it mid 2000s when chuck lost his title and tito was kind of already like working his way out of the ufc at that point he'd been losing quite a bit and and you know some of these fighters aren't the same when they come back it takes some massive hits and they just they're not the same i mean we definitely saw that with chuck We've seen it with plenty of other fighters. Hendricks was kind of like that, though he didn't really get knocked out. After the GSP fight, he just wasn't the same. He was never knocking people out in the same way. Joe's brought this up a bunch of times, but it's very obvious if you're into uh, the UFC. It's it's just kind of like, yeah, it's it's what happens. Um, fun fact for Joey Diaz fans, Joey Diaz has stopped um, taking edibles, marijuana edibles. He's just doing the weed now. Um, uh, he doesn't really explain too much why. I think just like the longevity of how high you get and where it takes you. Maybe he doesn't feel he needs to go there, but he's obviously still smoking weed. He's getting a hold of a THC now that's like 30%. I've never tried anything that high. Uh, I don't know if I need to or want to. The, you know, you can just smoke more of of a lower percentage. I don't know. I don't know why you need to blow your head off, but he likes to give that to people and he likes to send them to space. And, uh, he's done it a few times on Joey's podcast, which is amazing. And, um, sometimes he has guests on that he gets so high. They just can't continue 
with the interview, which I think is absolutely amazing. Joey uses most of it to get to sleep, like a lot of people. You know, if you guys smoke out there, what do you guys use it for? You know, is it self-reflection? Is it to play video games? Is it just to chill out? Is it to sleep? You know, is it to reduce anxiety? Like, you know, what are you guys using it for? And uh, really, it's like three times the strength that it used to be as well, uh, which is absolutely crazy. Um, it, j- it just is wild. Uh, and, you know, and now states are legalizing it. You've got you've got L.A. that's legalizing it. Lots of states are. Talking of the advantages of living in L.A., one thing that they mention on this podcast is that the uh, other states are shipping the homeless to L.A. Um, they're, they're like, no, well, not on ships, but they're putting them on on buses for, from like Nevada and places close by, and they are shipping them to L.A. just to get them out of their city. And then once they get to L.A., you know, there's like a big area, a big community of homeless people, and, you know, people in L.A. are pretty liberal, so they help them out. Um, you know, what do you think about that? I guess if you don't live in L.A., you probably don't care. You just want them out of your town. But it's... It's a kind of fucked up process, really. I mean, just sending people to different states is 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 kind of nuts, yeah, really, if you think about it. Um, one thing they talk about on the podcast is uh, the Kevin Spacey video. They just came out over Christmas. I don't know if you saw it, but he played Frank Underwood um, from, the, from his Netflix show. And um, he kind of does it in the way where he's talking about Frank Underwood being gone from the show because he died as the president or whatever. and but, but really, he's kind of talking about being Kevin Spacey because Kevin Spacey has obviously had all those issues recently. And just a few days after this, he was brought up on charges um, for his sexual assault. So it was like maybe it was in time. What do you guys think of the video? I thought it was weird. Joe, both Joes, Joey and Joe thought it was weird too. It was very strange. I don't know what he's trying to to pull off there, but he's obviously trying to work his way back. And and one thing Joe said is all these actors are crazy. That's how you get so good. And Kevin Spacey is a good actor. You know, he's also, you know, a perv, but he is a good actor. Um, Talking about the whole Me Too thing, Joey jumps onto it and talks a little bit about Marilyn Monroe and how fucked up her life was, that poor thing. She was like... The first big me too, you know, the presidents, the gangsters, uh, the celebrities, they were all passing her around. And then in the end, you know, she either OD'd or there was the conspiracy that she died. A brutal story and really sad too to hear it. Such a pretty girl moves here, gets so famous and then just, you know, such a short life. I mean, it, it's really brutal. Uh, talking about the legalization of of marijuana here in California. Um, Joe was talking that they are trying to legalize mushrooms in Oregon. It's on the ballot. So if anyone's listening from Oregon, what do you think about that? And vote on it, you know, either way, vote on it. I think it would be amazing. I think it would be an interesting experiment just to see what would happen if they did legalize it in a certain area, even if it was just for therapies, you know, for addiction and other things that they say psilocybin is good for. I'd be curious just to see what the results are. Give it a year and see if it helps anything. Um, you know, that that kind of thing. I mean, to me, it's it would be fascinating to find out. And, um, and then at the end, being that this was a Christmas 
special for Joey and Joe, and they're such good friends. Of course, they reminisce what it's like back in the day, going on the road, doing comedy, comedy gigs, shitty gigs, shitty managers, showing up late, driving in the snow, getting lost before Google Maps, and uh, just talking about how being on the road is exhausting. And uh, it's just, it's just like, you know, you're falling asleep while driving. And a, and a trick that Joe shared is that if you get tired while you're driving, few options, right? Uh, you can slap yourself in the face, which is one thing he tried. But something that's a bit better is get a wet washcloth and put some ice in it and keep rubbing it on your face and that'll keep you awake. So that's a fun fact. Uh, try it if you can, if you're tired. See if it works. Uh, again, thanks for listening. I really appreciate you guys and uh, stay tuned for more soon. Thanks for listening, and again, this review was brought to you by Inca Booch Kombucha. Go to IncaBooch.com to order your drinks today.